When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1353, Finding Freedom and Fulfillment by Conquering Debt by Claire Wilde with everthrive.org. And I'm your narrator, Justin Mollick, reading you blogs every single day of the year to help you live a more meaningful life. It's not a typical podcast, no interviews, just me narrating amazing blogs and sometimes books for you. And a quick note, I give away books on the first of the month to random people on my weekly newsletter. And the first of the month is just a week away, so now's a good time to join. Just come by oldpodcast.com to be part of it for free. And for now, let's get right to the post as we optimize your life. Finding Freedom and Fulfillment by Conquering Debt by Claire Wilde with everthrive.org. Mine was just an average life, but it was a life in crisis. I had the nice house, the fancy car I couldn't afford, the big TV, and the games console. I had the overworked middle management job and the busy social life to unwind on the weekends, with plenty of drinks and meals out, of course. I had the multiple holidays abroad each year, packed with activities each day, so I really got the most out of every trip. But I also had a secret mountain of debt at a time when my job security was looking rockier and rockier. The stress and worry of my overcommitted life came to a head one sleepless night when my first panic attack set in. I had no idea what it was, which made it all the more frightening. I thought my heart was going to stop. This is the closest I came to a light bulb moment when I knew something needed to change. Although in reality, this wake-up call has been a years-long process that in some respects, I'm still going through now. First, I changed jobs and left my brief career in management behind. My next big change came on my honeymoon. My wife had brought along a book on minimalism and when I read it, I knew that my possessions were adding to my constant state of overwhelm and worry. I've always been both a sentimental and a messy person, which means I tend to keep hold of as many possessions as possible, then leave them in a constant state of disarray. When we got back home, I slowly got rid of about a third of my belongings. It felt great. I then cut back massively on my spending and paid off every penny of my debts. It was long and hard and boring and totally worth it. Now I'm looking at other ways I can simplify my life and more importantly, inject more fun, laughter, and spontaneity into it. If anything in my story resonates with you, here are some steps you might take to simplify your life too. Number one, try to step away from anything that's making you truly miserable. That might be a stressful job, a bad relationship, a heap of debt, or another millstone around your neck. Sometimes such things can seem completely inescapable, so find someone to confide in if you need extra support. You are never alone, and situations are never helpless. Number two, 
Make peace with your limitations. Have you ever felt that no matter how hard you work at things, it's never enough? If so, you're not alone. Productivity can be a dangerous concept when it makes people feel like they have to be working at peak performance every minute of the day. That's just a fast track to burnout. So make sure you build unstructured time into your day and don't scold yourself if you catch yourself daydreaming. It's natural, healthy, and downright fun to waste time. Number three, cut your commitments to find more time for yourself. As I've already mentioned, I'm a big believer in kicking back and doing nothing at all, but chances are you might not have much time for such a luxury. Well, one way to make time is by starting to say no to things you might otherwise feel obliged to say yes to. Ditch that book you're not enjoying. Politely decline that event you don't want to go to. Build pauses into your day and then guard them fiercely. Number four, pare down your possessions. I'll be frank here, in my view, you don't have to get rid of the majority of your belongings to feel the benefits. I'm not sure I'll ever be a hardcore minimalist, but just saying goodbye to the items which felt like they were dragging me down really did lift my mood on a daily basis. Number five, Stop comparing yourself to others. Have you ever been to visit a friend only to be consumed by envy at their swanky property, tasteful furnishings, or high-tech gadgets? I won't lie, it's hard to banish jealousy from your head, but next time you feel that way, just notice it and ask yourself why you feel that way. Number six, cut down on your social media use. This is another huge one if you wanna stop feeling jealous when you look at your friends' lives. Notice how you feel after you've been on social media, and if it is making you feel low, find ways to cut back. Number seven, get out more. Yep, out in the open air. If left to my own devices, I'll happily sit on my laptop all day, so I sometimes have to force myself to go for a walk and always feel better for it. And number eight, find your happy. Try to notice those days when you feel really uplifted. What has made you feel that way? For me, it's when I'm around really close family or friends, when I'm lost in a hobby, when I'm being active, when I'm exploring somewhere or something new, or when I'm being spontaneous. But I'm spectacularly bad at actually making sure I do all these things on a regular basis. In life, there will always be drudgery, but make sure you know where your antidotes are. You just listened to the post titled Finding Freedom and Fulfillment by Conquering Debt by Claire Wild with everthrive.org. Thank you to Claire and Everthrive. Maybe you thought that one was going to be about different ways to save money, but nope. If it was, it would have been featured on Optimal Finance Daily instead. That last point about finding your happy is one I relate to. A little trick you can do that I did for a while is to track your mood every day and write down what you did next to it. Do that in a simple Excel spreadsheet, just two columns is all you need. Then once you have like a month worth of information, you can sort the table by your highest mood days and then take a look at what you did those days. I think it'll be enlightening, it was for me and definitely echoes what was said in this post. So try that out if you have a chance. That'll do it for today. Have a great rest of your weekend if you're listening in real time and I'll see you for Minimalist Monday tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.